Welcome to our 17th annual conference, our very first virtual global event this year, Nehemiah Week 2020. And now your host, Vanessa Brewer. Welcome to the Nehemiah eCommunity Podcast. I'm your host, Patrice Saget, but I am here with Vanessa and Jason Brewer. Guys, we got rock stars in our, in our studio. <laughs> you got the Brewers. Hey guys, how are y'all doing? Patrice, I can't. <laughs> Patrice, we couldn't hear you. You you cannot. Can you hear me now? Ah, that's interesting. You cannot hear me. All right, they're working on their they work on their on their audio. All right, let's keep working on that. All right, so they're working on their audio. So. Um, Team, you may want to help them get the audio together. For some reason, they cannot hear the me. Audio for them. All right. So we have today in studio with us, Jason and Vanessa Brewer. And so our objective today is to give you guys a recap of the business plan competition. Um, and, and so because today, we they actually hosted for the first time in our history uh their business plan uh competition and um and so that was just an awesome thing so we want to thank them and um and and thank their commitment to my project and their their work and um it is just an awesome thing and so they're truly rock star really committed to the to this ministry uh both of them have hosted today and then they're also uh, Vanessa will be hosting tomorrow's event at the um, at the State of the Ministry. Uh, Jason has to go to work because she has to feed Vanessa. They got those kids that are there that he got to take care of business. So, guys, welcome. Now you can hear me, right? We can hear yes. you. I've, I may have done something wrong. You know, Patrice, I'm not the technology guru in the family, so I apologize at the beginning. I was like, can't hear you, Patrice. <laughs> you know? No, it reminds me business that relies on technology all the time and i'm messing your podcast up so i apologize. Oh, no so my 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 mentor made his money building a technology company called network solutions you guys familiar with network solution it brought us the internet right right and the only thing he understood about technology is how to turn his computer on and off <laughs> that makes me feel better <laughs> i know so i said how do you like just how do you build a technology company that brings the internet to the world and you don't understand how to work computers? Right, right. <laughs> a different kind of genius. So, so I was going to tell uh, my grandchildren are going to one day watch this podcast and they're going to think I'm very cool because I I'm interviewing the Vanessa and the Jason Brewer. Isn't that cool? <laughs> Patrice, you give us too much credit. <laughs> <laughs> well, guys, first of all, thank you so much. Thank you first for agreeing to empty our our competition. We wanted, because it was a virtual event, we wanted to bring a bit of a uh, splash, a bit of um, you know, bra- you know, br- you know, a bit of hootspot to the event, and you guys did it. How did you enjoy, it, by the way? Oh, Jason, you start. It was awesome. It was really cool. Patrice, uh, you know, the banquet is wonderful. We've loved being a part of that uh, for the last, what, five years? More than that. Yeah, so this would have been our sixth at least. So uh, it was really, really special to have this new experience with the business plan competition. You know, we get at the banquet, we're introducing these um, uh, competitors, but now to, to get to see them present, 
a whole new aspect and love that we're getting to just, you know, go that next layer involved with ministry and learn a little bit more each year and, and grow closer to those that are involved. Uh, just ran so well. And uh, congratulations to all of them. Uh, just a bunch of really smart, gifted people that are answering uh, God's call for their, their lives with their business. Yeah, as Jason said, at, at the banquet, we always meet the competitors, right? The competitors come to the banquet every year to find out who wins. And we've had conversations with them and we've gotten to know them and we've used translators to speak with them, which is always, you know, one of my favorite things about this ministry that I like to say is that it's global. You know, we all uh, are involved in a lot of nonprofits, but not uh, many nonprofits can you be involved with where you can see God's hand throughout the globe. And definitely we see that in the MI project, but we are used to um, just meeting the competitors after they've already competed. This was our first time, as Jason said, to see the competition and really, really just have a new respect for the ministry. I was already in love with Nehemiah Project, but now to see these competitors in action, so to speak, was really great. And Patrice, I've got to give it to your employees who pivoted really on a dime and set up a global virtual event. I mean, we had translators who were incredible. Um, I mean, we, we had people in, in all different parts of the world and you would have had no idea that little technical glitch we had at the top of this podcast. We didn't have any. Uh, I mean, this thing was smooth sailing from start to finish. And I believe uh, a part of that was, um, you know, Richard Zelke prayed at the beginning of the event for God to move over the technology, for God to, to watch over us and, and help us be able to put this event on smoothly and that the technology would not fail us, and it didn't. And um, Patrice, as you said, I think with so many different translators and so many different people, virtual is the way to go with this event. Yeah, yeah, it truly is. I mean, it, you know, the Bible teaches us that when, when something occurs, God works it together for our good. And so oftentimes we look at and that in every trial, there's an opportunity. And so when we, began to pivot Vanessa and Jason um, in March. Um, we just did what we knew to do based on scripture and what we teach, having no clue that I think one of our, somebody said to me that Patrice, COVID-19, God allowed it just for you guys. Mm. I mean, I hate to say that because a number of folks have died and it's been right. a horrible thing. However, but in midst of trials, we do thrive as believers. And Jason, I mean, you guys have seen that in your own journey, that no matter what the situation circumstance, God has a plan. And we saw that manifest of the day. Chrissy Robinson says, congratulations for the BUE. Chrissy, thank you so much. We miss you, gal. Join us tomorrow at the State of the Ministry. It's a free event. You can check out uh, Vanessa, and we're going to talk about the impact that God is doing around the world. Let me tell you guys a bit about who Vanessa and Jason is, just kind of a one line. I want them to kind of give it sense. So, Jason is a meteorologist for the anchor for, uh, for the news uh, for the Boston 25, News 25 in Boston. Uh, it's, a, um, it's a news station out of Boston. Uh, for a part of the Fox News Network, and then Vanessa is the lead anchor in that particular city. So they are a dynamic duo. So guys, you know, um, first of all, you know, we think about you, Vanessa, as a news anchor, and then Jason as a media, meteorologist. You guys are not, quote unquote, entrepreneurs. You guys are media professionals. What are you doing loving entrepreneurship? Well, we got to know Patrice and Nehemiah Project through our church in Orlando initially. 
uh, First Presbyterian, where uh, the course was being taught there, and we were partnering with Nehemiah Project, and we really, that's when we first fell in love with the ministry as we started to hear about it. But what really had an impact is Patrice was uh, a personal coach uh, for two of our best friends. Um, and we got to see how he really transformed their marriages through the coaching. And the first thing that he does that I, I love, and I tell this story over and over when I'm bragging about Patrice and, and Nehemiah Project, is I say, Patrice puts the wife on the board because he wants the wife to know what's going on uh, with their husband's business. And that has been so powerful, I think, for, for my two friends who are married to entrepreneurs, because when their husbands would come home and maybe a little bit cranky or irritable, they knew why, because they had an idea of what was going on behind the scenes with the business. And, you know, Patrice has counseled numerous friends through huge business deals, and he's done it all teaching them how to do it through God's way. And this was just such a unique ministry to combine really um, business, entrepreneurship, and the kingdom. And I had never heard of, of anyone doing this before and raising up people to run their businesses God's way. And, you know, we talk about all, often, gosh, what if every business was run this way? How different would the marketplace be? And so we've just been inspired, Patrice, by what you've helped done to help our friends personally. And then just to see the impact globally, how you're helping people build these kingdom businesses. And as we heard over and over today, these entrepreneurs are not just doing this for themselves. They're doing it for generations to come. And that's what's so great is, Patrice, you guys are really changing families and changing generations and raising up people who are building strong businesses who will allow these people to, to thrive and also leave an inheritance to their children. That's that's my portion. What do you have to say? Yeah, well, <laughs> and, and, you know, it's as, as uh, you know, um, a Christian uh, for, you know, just about all of my waking life, right? I uh, knew that Jesus talked about money. It's something that as I got into, you know, my adult years as a working professional that I started to pay attention to more and more, but then to see the vision that God gave uh, you, Patrice and Gina, uh, all those years ago uh, about um, training, you know, kingdom entrepreneurs to change their communities from the inside out, you know, teaching men to fish and the transformation that happens within their families and then beyond into the communities and uh, these countries that so desperately need kingdom entrepreneurs to uh, affect that change in impoverished places as well. Um, it's just an, an incredible, it's an incredible vision that God gave you that, that he has, you know, lifted up to this point now. And it's just awesome to be alongside of you guys. So, um, it, you know, it's very special and it's, it's neat to tell people about it. Wow. Um, Thank you so much. Now, before we get into the recap, I want to ask you guys two obvious questions. The first one is, you know, you guys are in media and oftentimes when, when people look at our media, they want, are there any Christians in media? And guys, I'm here to tell you, these are my friends. I know them personally. These are prayer warriors. They go to the word of God. I mean, these are, don't just, because you guys look like those people we see in magazines who are, who are soulless, all flesh and nothing in this, you know, nothing. So, so tell me, how do you reconcile between your strong faith, which I know you have, and the reality that in Boston, your picture's all over the place, and Jason, that you guys are in this space that often I will look at it as almost a space that is full of just um, people who don't know God. Could you kind of speak about that a little bit? 
Yeah, I'll let you start. Well, we very much work in the world. Um, and I, I can tell you, even coming from Florida to Massachusetts, uh, we felt uh, that that difference. Um, and um, but we also just always know that, that God put us here for that reason. And, um, you know, it is it is um, a, a big responsibility, but we just lean in on the Holy Spirit and ask the Holy Spirit to, you know, stay with us while we're in the workplace so that we can be a light for Christ in that spot. And, um, you know, it's, um, it's, 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 a, it's different every day. You know, we don't, um, we, we don't, we don't, we don't do it perfectly every day, but um, people, people do notice. And Vanessa, right now, actually, one of your best friends is uh, kind of going through, um, um, some of her spiritual walk, and, and I know you've come alongside of her and are looking for opportunities to, um, you know, speak with her about that. It's 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 um, it's it's a, it's a it's a great moment to be here. Yeah, we feel like God brought us to Boston, and we love New England, and we love being here. And um, you know, Patrice likes to talk to us about as if we're celebrities, but we feel like we're just real people, um, and that God put us in these positions, and we use our influence for good as much as we can. Um, helping organizations uh, through MC work, you know, we're not entrepreneurs, right? And so we don't have the business advice that we can give Patrice or his board, but we've hosted a lot of events and we've been to a lot of um, nonprofit uh, fundraisers. And so that's, I feel like, where we can contribute to Nehemiah Project and give Patrice some advice on, hey, this is what we've seen other organizations do, and this is what's worked there and what's how it's worked for them. And so um, I think that... Uh, how what we can provide and, and we just feel honored to be a small part of this huge ministry wow thank you so much and you guys do it so well so i'm proud to have my friends who are in the media space and while in the media space they're being salt and light we need more christian in different aspect of our culture representing christ my next question to you before we get into our recap you know you guys had to pivot like all of us did I know that our friends who are watching are kind of curious. So how did your station pivot in this space? I mean, Nehemiah pivoted, how did it work for you guys? Wow, you know, the majority of our colleagues are now working from home. Um, we, you know, the studio, we used to have hundreds of people in the newsroom and the studio, and now we have maybe only a handful at a time. And the, the, I give it to our IT people because they literally set up home studios in. Um, multiple anchors and reporters and producers homes so that we could broadcast from home and, and didn't all have to be together. Uh, they gave us the opportunity to do that from home, to work from home, but we have a, a four-year-old um, who's quite spirited and we were nervous that he might be in the shot constantly during the live broadcast and so we were a little bit worried about that. Um, and so we told the station, you know, if everybody else is working from home, we'd like to still come into the studio. And so that worked out really well. We live close to home. I did do uh, a lot of interviews, Zoom interviews uh, here at the house at the height of the surge and probably worked more than I ever have in my 20 plus years of being in this business. It was a wake up, study, what's new with the virus today, find the expert who can help us sort through it, book an interview, book a story. Um, you know, I was helping the producers produce the show and, and, and book these interviews really from the moment that I woke up until, you know, Midnight, I get home, and then I would start researching on Twitter again because a lot of doctors are on Twitter, and a lot of news on this virus has been breaking on Twitter. And 
finding story ideas literally until one or two in the morning. So um, I felt honored to be able to guide our viewers through a really difficult time. We had a hard surge here in Boston. The numbers were just huge at one point. And, um, you know, so it was, it was a lot of prayer got me through it and making sure that I was also getting in quiet time with the Lord in the morning before, uh, you know, I hit the ground running. And I just felt honored to be able to guide our viewers through really one of the toughest things we've been through here in the Boston area. Wow. Jason, what about you? Well, the fact that we can do weather from home now is really different. It's something, I'll tell you. Um, literally people in basements and garages with this green screen technology set up. Uh, it's such a different world and something we never would even attempted to do. You know, it's just, it's, it never would have even been put on the, on the radar screen. Um, uh, just, but now, you know, we, we've, you know, figured out ways around it and it looks pretty good and it sounds pretty good. And it, we've gotten it to where you can really not tell uh, that, that somebody's working literally in their garage or their basement. Um, and yeah, you know, we're, we're doing the weather, uh, remotely um with a with all the technology that we have in the studio uh it's it's funny though because like vanessa said i'm the one that gets to go to the studio because it works great for us and it's safe and i felt very safe there the whole time um so i actually have not tried the green screen from the garage or the basement just yet uh but you know hey if, if things keep going this way where it, it becomes a cost cutting uh saving uh measure um it may be something that's encouraged for people to, to work remotely in the future wow well real quick we can even hear those kids right there in the background <laughs> on that also <laughs> no, that is good it's 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 the new normal we love hearing those kids <laughs> and by the way what i appreciate about you both is your commitment to your family i mean vanessa what i love about you is that you're a mother first yes and you know, and so because people like yourself are often stereotyped, people like both of you are often stereotyped, but what you don't realize is you have faith, family, and then work. As a matter of fact, even when we invite you guys to come speak, you bring your children with you. And, and that integration is important. So thank you again for modeling what it looks like to live a life of faith in the public eye so that people see it is possible. Yeah. to public dreams while staying true to the gospel of the Lord Jesus Christ. You're sweet on that, Patrice. And before you move on to the next question, I just have to give Jason credit because we really are a team. You know, he is an amazing hands-on dad and I work nights. And so I'm not here for bedtime and I'm often not here for dinner. And Jason steps up and is such a great dad and, and really uh, helps out in that role. I get to be with the kids, um, you know, in the morning and my little one, he's not in school yet. So, um, you know, I don't go in until three. And so I'm able to be with him. And now that they're home learning virtually a couple of days a week, I've spent more time with them than ever. And I love it. And it's been so awesome. But um, he's such a good dad and we make a really good team. And um, I, I think that's why it works, you know, and we do value family and time with the kids. And when we have to travel, which is rarely, we want them with us. So thank you for allowing our kids to come to the yeah. Maya Project events. We love that. Yeah. Jason, real quick, as a, as a dad, having to play that role that you had just mentioned, for all the fathers out there, kind of talks about why has that been important to play that role? Why has it been important? Yeah, or, or was it difficult? Because, I mean, I'm not sure how many men 
would would embrace that with the kind of grace and passion you have. He does all the grocery shopping. Wow. Let's kudos for Jason. Yeah. I mean, in addition to bedtime routine and everything else. But talk about that because that yeah. is an, a non-traditional role. It is. It is. And, and and I'm thankful that I get so my days off are Thursday and Friday. So I get to be home with the kids. And then with this virtual thing like Vanessa mentioned, this is a lot of time I get with the boys. Um you know, so I just look at the good that can come out of these wild TV schedules that we work. And I really just try to, you know, capitalize on that. Um, you know, I can I can keep Vanessa out of the grocery because she'll buy everything in there. <laughs> he says, I spend too much money at the grocery. So he's like, banned me from grocery shopping. So I'm like, OK, fine. He's like, you buy things we don't need. So yeah. he's like, I'll take that off your plate. Sure. Love it. Happy, happy to do it. We don't need, you know, three or four of every single thing. Uh, you know, so I keep tabs on that. But, you know, and, and you know, we go out. I got three boys. So I, we go out and, and, and they run around with me. And we just try to do things together because we do have these these wild schedules. You know, Vanessa's here on the weekends. I mean, she's here Saturday morning without me with the three boys. And she's such and a, Sunday morning. And Sunday morning. And, I, you know, after work, we, we race to church and some Sunday. But I just meet them there. Um, you know, that's just the way we have to do it. But she's such a great boy mama, uh, which I, I think was her uh, advantage was she, her older sister is like 12 years older. So she always had dad throwing the ball with her and stuff. And that was one of the things I loved about Vanessa when I met her was that she, you know, can throw a baseball like a, a rock star. And, and she's great with the sports, with the boys. And, um, you know, it's, it's just a great team. Role. Like it's not traditional though. And yeah. I mean, but like you said, I'm home on the weekends by myself, which is not traditional either when, while Jason's at work, but I mean, you embrace the role and you just love it. I mean, I think you genuinely love being with the boys and, and doing the bedtime routine and those things that may not be and, and doing the dinners and that yeah. kind of thing. Yeah, it's fun. I mean, I get, I get to light the grill and, uh, you know, we fry and do up, do up burgers and you know, we just hang out. It's, it is, it's a lot of fun and they stay up late. It's, it's kind of, you know, uh, non-traditional in that way. We've always um, had had a little bit later bedtime routine. And so I get to hang out with them in the evenings. Even when I am at work, I come home, you know, by 7.30 in the evening and they're up and they're waiting for me and they always get excited. And, you know, these times are fleeting when they're out there making noise and being rowdy. And I just try to soak them up and, um, you know, all by his grace that, um, you know, that I get to do that and, and be there for the boys. So try to be the best dad I can. She's going to go hush them up for a sec. Well, I love it, Jason. Thank you so much. That That is so neat and fun. Uh, Nina uh, Nelly says, love this. Nina, I do too. This is incredible. Uh, wow. Again, we're here with uh, uh, Jason and Vanessa Brewer. They are both work for uh, Boston uh, 25 in uh, in Boston. Um, Jason is the um, is the the weatherman. That other word is hard for me to say, Jason. <laughs> and then Vanessa is uh, is is the um, is is really the lead news anchor over there. So you, I've heard somebody one time saw Vanessa, one of our things said, "Women, I've seen her posters all over," and uh, you know that's kind of neat. So real quick, let's do a quick recap because I know Vanessa has to run to work, so I'm going to hurry up here. So real quick, we began this morning uh, with uh, with Kenya. Uh, she presented, uh, Nina presented uh, the business on the uh, the Christian schools. So real quick, what were your thoughts there with, with Kenya? She was so impressive. I mean, her presentation was so polished and her charts and her graphs, and she um, was really prepared and just 
we were impressed by her um, by her presentation. And, you know, she said that she wanted to leave a business that was a legacy for her children and her family so that they could continue to carry on this business. And I, I was so touched by that just as a mom running the show and, uh, you know, wanting to, to build this business up, the school up, and also uh, leave it for her children to continue running. I just really respected the fact that she wants to bring these kids a Christian education and that she has pivoted in this pandemic and is creating, uh, you know, the hybrid model where the kids are able to uh, learn remotely a couple of days and go into the classroom a couple of days. But she was polished, she was professional, her numbers were great, she answered the judges' questions really well, and she was just uh, impressive would be the word, the adjective I would describe. Wow, Jason, you want anything to that? Yeah, you know, she uh, she definitely caught our attention. She was the the audience poll winner. Yeah, she won audience. Yes, she was. You know, yes. uh, everybody seemed to really respond to her, and um, you know, it, it was one of the things I told her too after after her presentation was uh, the the value of education. Not, I mean, in, in most countries, but in Kenya, uh, families are willing to spend twenty, thirty, even forty percent of their income on their child's education. Uh, we're talking about early education here. Um, this is not college. So uh, they are dedicated and, you know, she is finding a way, especially with her small class sizes that she has, um, you know, even without uh, a COVID-19 vaccine, it sounds like she's in position to uh, really move forward and succeed very well um, with the hybrid plan that she had and even eventually going back to full-time, you know, being in school and class together. Uh, awesome. And by the way, Nina, Congratulations on your audience choice uh, winner. Uh, so, so far, Nina has won the audience choice for Africa, and then and then she won the Africa competition. Now she's won the audience choice for the international competition, wow. and she's on a roll. And we'll see what will happen tomorrow. And then, of course, um, the, the next person we went to Malaysia. With Malaysia, we had Chris Choi was the Malaysia contender, and he was talking about building an, an another education program. Yeah. Uh, with the Malaysian. So what do you guys think about his, his presentation? You know, I, I was really fascinated. He said something that, you know, the restaurant industry in that part of the, the world is not really, um, it's not something that a lot of people are interested in going into and that he wanted to change that and to show them that this could be uh, an industry where they could thrive and succeed and have success. And I thought that that was, um, that was awesome how he's working with the colleges. And, you know, something that was impressive is he said for the first two years, he didn't want to take a salary. And um, one of our judges encouraged him to, to take another look at that and that he needs to take a salary because if he doesn't do it now, it's not going to get built into the business plan later. But I believe that he had left the ministry to start this. Yeah. And I thought that that was really yeah. cool. He's definitely uh, being led by the spirit and you could see that. And uh, I thought he did a great job. And Poe had said that um, this region had not been represented in several years. So it was an exciting presentation. Yeah, that's right. I mean, as, as a pastor and then seeing a need and, and going to meet it, really cool. And, and you can see uh, the growth uh, that he has experienced as a result of that and God's blessing on, on his idea and his business. And, um, and I know he also put a priority on that. One of the notes I made was his so, use of social media. Um, that he thought that was that was really yeah. his top way of getting the word out and, and you know identifying that that segment of the population that's really using that and and him capitalizing on that as well. And then from there we went to Mexico, and then Xavier talking about using basketball as a tool 
to raise up children. What do you think about Xavier's competition? Oh my gosh, Patrice, we were blown away by the video production, first of all. I mean, it was high quality video. Um, his presentation was just so well put together and it was um, really cool how he did it in segments. So he would speak in Spanish in a big segment and then that would be translated in English. And we were able to follow it very clearly. But, you know, I was impacted as a child by Fellowship of Christian Athletes, a similar program uh, that used sports as kind of a hook to get people um, to know, learn the gospel and to learn about Jesus. And I think that there's such a need for that. And um, in the chats during the competition, other countries were chiming in and saying, we need this in our country. So just the idea of using sports as a way to um, bring people to Christ is awesome and it's effective. We've had several friends who were um, uh, brought to Christ through the Fellowship of Christian Athletes. And then I love that he has the business aspect of it too, where he is uh, selling merchandise. And that's becoming very popular. And uh, I just thought he had a great business plan, a great presentation, and the video production looked like something that we would do here on the news. Yeah. It was top class. Jason, any thoughts there? I oh, know, yeah, Javier was great. He just has that passion. And, um, uh, you know, as, as uh, a Spanish, at least uh, I've minored in Spanish, it's been a long time since I lived in Mexico, but I, I felt a, a little bit of a connection that way. Um, you know, his, um, his, his, his willingness to just reach out with the gospel first in the avenue of sports, I think it's such a great fit, right? And um, uh, to, to get the kids active and just burning that energy and, and even virtually right now, getting to them through the screen and then sending them out uh, with a little bit of coaching and things they can use to just, you know, move those muscles and, and, um, and, and do it, um, you know, with, hearing also about about the good news it's just it's really cool so i i know he's uh he's going to go a long way um with with his business as well and by the way you, were you able to understand the spanish uh jason what? oh yeah oh wow. what is he saying what's he saying and jason would tell me not all look of it. At, look at you and then last but not least we had canada and that was manuela who did it in french what do you think about her if she was doing a daycare facility I mean, well, first of all, she looks like a supermodel and she's just as smart as she is pretty. And, um, you know, I, I love that she's focusing on reaching kids with the gospel at a young age. You know, we talked a little bit during the uh, presentation that we had that in Orlando and uh, it was such a great foundation for our kids. And she said she wanted to change the, the world one child at a time. And that really just hit me. And, um, you know, she's overcome a lot of adversity in her own life to get to where she is. And we were just really impressed by her business plan and her passion for kids and her passion for educating kids, uh, especially those at a young age. Well said, Justin, anything you wanna to add to that? Yeah, you know, that's um, the experience that we had with, with our kids in, um, in a Christian school early on. Um, just, uh, I'll always carry that with us, you know, and the fact that she's meeting that need and. Uh, I know she'll have great success and a lot of a lot of folks that um, are, are going to be trusting her with their children. And she just seems like uh, the perfect fit for that. So um, I can't wait to see what what develops on, on, on that end. So we'll see who wins next year. So we have Kenya was representing Africa and then Malaysia represented Asia Pacific and then Mexico represented Latin America. And of course, Canada represented North America tomorrow. 
uh, uh, Vanessa is going to announce the winner. So we're going to wait till then. If you've not yet signed up for to join us tomorrow, you want to go to NehemiahWeek.com. NehemiahWeek.com. There you can sign up and join us. It's a free event. You can join us tomorrow and be a part so you can hear who the winner is. Those of you from all over the world, join us and, and be a part. And of course, if you've not yet gone through biblical entrepreneurship and you want to be in the, in, the, in the funnel to be a part of the competition next year, you may want to go to NehemiahEcommunity.com so you can join and take a class in your region or online so you can be a part. My last question to you guys, and then we'll make comments and let you go, Vanessa, is Yamil, um, the winner from last year, did an amazing speech. Normally, we invite the winner from the year prior to do a talk uh, with, uh, he gave, I mean, he talked about what real, real winning means. I know I was inspired by his talk. What did you guys think about your meals talk from Mexico? Who was the winner from 2019? Oh my gosh, he was incredible. First of all, we just remember when he won last year in DC and how emotional he was. We just knew how much this meant to him. And, you know, he talked about how, um, you know, he thought he would be in a different place this year with his business, but because of COVID at first, it really dropped, he was on a roll. I mean, he was set to double what his projections were and then COVID set him back. And he talked about how the pandemic has taught him that money is not the only way that you uh, judge success. And that family is what matters. Faith is what matters. And going to the word of God in, in troubling times is what's going to get you through. And he talked about how he leaned on the word and he leaned on his faith uh, during this troubling time. Now they've pivoted and he's back on track with this company. And so it's really cool to see how God has used his business, but he inspired us all, Jason. I think um, even those of us who weren't in the competition, the chat was blowing up how inspired people were by his words. Yeah, that was a great moment for him um, uh, to, to see how, um, you know, he actually mentioned, um, I'm going to, I'm going to take care of my people. I'm going to increase some salaries. I'm going to take a personal sacrifice and then to see how God turned that around and has brought him through um, and, you know, continues to bless his business and he'll just come back that much stronger for it. Keeping God first making those, those right decisions. Um, it's just a cool, I would love to go down there to his music school next year. I get to do that. I hope and go take a, a tour um, yeah. as a music fan. I, I just would love to see up close what they're doing down there. Awesome. Well, guys, as we wrap up here, um, Vanessa, you're going to join us tomorrow for the yeah. ministry. By the way, guys, if you want our friends, our, our team there, if you could put a link up here for those who want to register for tomorrow's event, just put a link up there if you want to register, go there. And by the way, we also having a matching gift. If you want to join us and help us qualify for the Murdoch Trust matching gift, just you can, there'll be a link right there and you can go there and make a contribution to help us to qualify for this 240 and 32, 42, I think, thousand dollars from the Murdoch Trust. So join us. You can do it today or do it tomorrow, but be a part. So, guys, what are your closing thoughts? And then, Vanessa, I'm going to have you kind of do a little, tell why folks should come tomorrow. But first, closing thought. So, what insight could you guys give entrepreneurs as we close here from, from, from today? What encouragement could you give? Uh, let's start with you, Vanessa. Yeah, you know, today was awesome. I mean, we really saw God's hand at work uh, through the technology, being able to connect us all together. And I think that um, just remembering that uh, as we're running our businesses, we want to treat people how we want to be treated. You know, we call ourselves Christians, but we can't just be Christians 
you know, on Sundays at church. We got to start on Monday, go out into the world, out into the workplace and live out our faith through our business. And that's what we heard over and over again today. But this ministry is just building up people who are doing that. Uh, we're so thankful for our sponsors and our friends who help us continue the ministry on and we were so inspired by what we saw today and looking forward to tomorrow to giving a state of the ministry and also announcing our winner jason and i'm patrice in our opening prayer um uh the it was it was um uh, richard i believe just prayed that you know none of these businesses would fail um and hearing about the perseverance you know COVID-19, unexpected, right? God's still on the throne. Um, are we gonna are we gonna continue to walk as he's calling us to? Um, and are we gonna answer that call? And you know, hearing how these people, yes, the sometimes the balance sheet doesn't look great, but we're we're coming out the other side and they've got a plan to move forward. And they're just um, they're just you know wonderful, wonderful entrepreneurs with the kingdom mindset. Um, and it's, it's awesome. It's just really, really cool, Patrice. This is, this is a fa fabulous organization. Thank you for letting us be a part of it. Well, Jason, thank you so much, Vanessa. So, Vanessa, watch these folks join us tomorrow. Give a little commercial. Let's holler, Vanessa. Watch they join us tomorrow. I want to see who's going to win the business playing competition. So, you want to hear that. We also have a fabulous uh, guest speaker, Jeff Grubb from the Murdoch Trust Foundation. And he is going to talk to us about. Uh, you know, the need for global ministries and global entrepreneurship, especially in the midst of a pandemic. And I'm really looking forward to hearing from him. Patrice is going to speak as well. We're going to have some music and uh, we're going to raise some money so that we can keep going, so that we can keep helping uh, entrepreneurs build up their businesses all over the globe. So it's going to be an exciting day and we've uh, been working really hard on it and we hope that you'll join us. Wow. Awesome. What well, you cannot deny an invitation from Vanessa. You heard her from her. So see you guys tomorrow. Go to nehemiahweek.com. Nehemiah.com, you can join us. Also, we want to connect directly with Vanessa and Jason. Uh, they've provided us a team. Put up their social media handles. You can go to the social media handle and just connect with them on Facebook, on Twitter. They're very active on Twitter. You can connect with them. That way you can stay in touch with them and kind of see what God is what up to. But I love about their social media handle. They provide personal information there as well as professional stuff so you can kind of stay in touch with them. Vanessa, I'm going to see you tomorrow. Jason, I love you. I'm going to see you in Mexico next year. And then you're going to help me with some tequila words so that by the time we get there. Oh. And I look forward to visiting you guys there in Boston. Now, friends, I'm going to pray for you. And after I pray for you, there's going to be a video. And then um, and then you guys can leave after the video while the video is playing. So you guys stick around right there. I'm gonna pray for you, uh, friends, and then um, and then there's a video to invite you to Nehemiah Week tomorrow. So before I do though, if you want more information about the Nehemiah Project, I want you guys to go to nehemiahikmi.com. There, nehemiahikmi.com. There you can connect with us. So we do training, coaching, and access to capital, and you can also learn to join our community so that together we can transform the world. Uh, of course, if you enjoy this podcast, share with your friends your social media, share with your family, push it out as far and as wide as you can as we all seek to connect together and engage. With that said, let me pray for you. Not that pray, uh, you can watch this video and I'll see you in my week. Let us pray. Father, may the Lord, may your God bless those who are watching and listening. May you God enable them, O oh Lord, to steward those talents 
that are on the inside of them and to steward it in such a way that one day they might hear those wonderful words, well done, good and faithful servant. You've been faithful over a few things. Now God will make you rule over much. God bless you. And the Lord bless Vanessa and Jason. Continue to give them unique and special favor as they seek, oh God, to conquer the mountain of media for your name's sake. In Jesus' name, amen. Vanessa, Jason, love you both. Love watch you. And see you tomorrow. Okay. Don't forget you. tomorrow, you guys. Nehemiah Week is an annual event designed to equip entrepreneurs and leaders from around the world to inspire and to honor marketplace leaders for their accomplishments and what they're doing to model Christ in the marketplace. God is doing incredible things at Nehemiah Week. Ladies and gentlemen, God has called us to be a light for him, to be an example for him, to be a model for him so that as others see us, not hear us, but see us, they can see a model of Christ. Yeah, each year at Nehemiah Week, we, we gather uh, the, the nations. Our vision is to transform the marketplace with the gospel of the Lord Jesus Christ, one entrepreneur at a time. We have learned uh, to do business uh, in a godly way. Um, I will actually spread this to our church as well. Through the course of Nehemiah Week includes information around um, principles of biblical entrepreneurship, so really looking at biblical economics. What we've learned this week is, is about training. Our Nehemiah uh, project is about training and then coaching and then accessing capital. Nehemiah gave me God's vision. Really impacts the way that I see doing business. Nehemiah, we not only gives birth to new ideas, it connects us with resources and relationships that makes them possible. But what we want to do is not just affect here in the U.S., we want to take this curriculum all over the world. Whatever it is, the question is, what impact will this have on others? It's something that's going to change lives. So I'm ready to use whatever I have for the benefit of the kingdom of God. I believe that the nations are going to shape because of this week. Biblical entrepreneurship takes a stand to say we are going to be witnesses for Jesus Christ in the marketplace.